Welcome back to the Frills Daily Show with your hosts, Frills Daily and Sean F. Smith. Hello. So this evening we're going to be talking about, uh, first we're going to have prayers going out to DeMar Hamlin and his family. And then we're going to kind of touch bases on um, what happened, how everything went down, what the current status is that everybody has anyway, and, you know, how how this changes a little bit in the NFL. And then we're also going to talk about some free agent quarterbacks uh, going in, in the 2023 season. Right, right. So we'll we'll start with the Demar Hamlin. Uh, he, like we said, prayers out to him and his family. And you know, what happened was that he was going for a tackle and Correct. ended up kind of kind of appeared as though the helmet went directly to the chest. Right. Made made the tackle. Stood up after that, and then collapsed. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Um, T Higgins made the catch and it just seemed like a, a really a routine play, you know, and DeMar went in there for the tackle and you saw it. I watched it over and over like 20 times. Cause at first, just as per usual, especially this year, it appeared to be a helmet to helmet contact my, like at first watch, you know, right. Right. Yeah. When it happened live and everything. And I watched it a few times and based on his height and where he made to went to make the tackle, and then I started watching what happened after, you know, and it sort of seemed that for a second that maybe there were some concussion type symptoms. But when he fell straight back and then I watched it back a bunch of times over and over, I was like, oh, my gosh, dude, hit that that helmet slammed directly into his chest. Yeah. And so the immediate thing I started talking about is his heart stopped. And then obviously, yeah, they had to do CPR on the field, uh, get the AED out there. I'm reading a story now that his uncle said that they had to resuscitate uh, DeMar twice. Um, As we know, he's still in critical condition in the ICU in a um, Cincinnati hospital. So it's pretty crazy, man, because it was way different energy. Uh, Of course, we've heard everywhere, you know, we're so used to the, the not necessarily routine hit, but even a big hit. And, and sometimes we, I don't want to say cheer those, but you're like, oh man, that was a big hit. That was a good hit. And it didn't seem to be any of that. And then of course, the other part of it is it, you know, we see guys go down with broken legs or ACLs or, yeah. you know, concussions or other injuries. And, and you see the thumbs up from the player once they get on the stretcher and they're going off the field, you know, and everybody kind of has a sense of relief, but you knew and you could just see it and feel it. Not only that the players um, were like in shock, stadium was silent and quiet. Um, You just felt the whole energy was different. There was players crying. Um, And of course the NFL is trying to gather all the information while this is all happening. Right. Um, so it's kind of a totally unprecedented situation the way it went down. Of course, there was a guy in in the early 1970s that passed away on the field with a heart condition as well. Um, but it's just it's not like a normal thing. Most of us in our lives have not experienced it, have seen it as fans, as players, as coaches, as any of those. And just, you know, I can't imagine the 
traumatic experience for all the players that were on the field on both teams to have to see that and go through that. And they've obviously never gone through it in their lives either. Maybe they had something, you know, in college or high school where there was a serious injury or something. But what I'm saying, what we're all used to seeing is, you know, yeah, there's injuries, but we keep moving on. It was just a completely different feel, bro. It was, it was yeah, just nothing, nothing can compare to something like that. I mean, it's and, a tragedy. Yeah. His heart and you, stops and, yeah. and it's just, you know, with the fact of how much they've had to do, and and now he's on the the uh, tube. Uh, yeah, just he's intubated. In order to help him yeah. intubated. Yeah, can't in order to help him to uh, breathe. Yeah. Right. So right. I mean, it's just you know, it's it's very hard to even fathom fathom you know, what yeah. everybody's going through. I mean, sure. even even after the game was was canceled, well, you know, it. it the the Cincinnati head coach actually rather than going off with his team or staying with his team or doing other things, he actually went to, to pay DeMar a visit him right. and, you know, give him his, his, his prayers. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, it definitely showed some serious unity, not only from the players and coaches and medical staff and training staff and all that, um, on the sidelines and with the other team, with the Bengals as well, um, how the coaches got together, um, how they ca- came to a fairly quick, you know, decision themselves to kind of basically postpone or stop and cancel the game. Like I yeah. said, uh, I hope that people could be a little more patient with the NFL. They have to make all the decisions quickly with not being there and not being on the field and having to talk to everybody, whether it was, uh, ownerships and head coaches and whoever else, you know, there's, there's always like a league representative at the game. I'm sure you saw the one where the coaches were on the phone with the lady and she was kind of handing it back and forth. She was the NFL rep that was at that particular game um, on the Monday night football. And so to kind of see and watch everything play out again, unprecedented ground. How can you ever even be prepared for that? Um, you know, even the players, they, they know they're going into a game and, and risking serious injury or head injury. You know, we've seen so many concussions in the game, but you saw how it affected all the players today. Like this is life and death. It's a human being. It's uh, football has stopped. There's no talk about games or what happened over the weekend or when are we going to play again? It's like, it, it doesn't even matter when that even occurs because it is just a game and this is a human's life. So just to see how it affected Guys, not only in the game still or in that game last night, but guys in the NFL, you know what I mean? And then guys even yeah. retired, all the guys that are commentators on the radio and on the TV and all the guys that they went to to just try to get some, you know, other perspectives and emotions about it from these past players. And they are just such a brotherhood, man. I mean, it affected all of them. You you saw guys getting very, very emotional. Um, yeah even the guys on TV that, you know, haven't played in years. Um, it's just that kind of a, a brotherhood, man. It was yeah, great. It is crazy. I do want to point out too, uh, on a positive side of, uh, of things, DeMar Hamlin has a, a toy drive that had an original goal of 2,500 and it reached, has now reached 3 million. Yeah. Just overnight. Isn't that crazy? So it's, you know, people are really going out and including other mm-hmm. uh, sporting you know, there's yep. basketball players doing the same thing. Um, right, right. So, yeah, it really, really brings the people together is, is where I was bringing that to. Yeah, it, it's definitely another thing we see happen in the U.S., man. A lot of unification over it, whether it's 
um, the uh, rival fans or rival teams or whatever. Um, again, it's back to that and that human life. And um, it was awesome to see all the money go to the charity. And it's awesome to see all the fans getting close and, and people sticking together. And I just wish, I wish, man, as a country, we could learn from these experiences and be yeah. more supportive of one another, no matter what side we're on or what team we're on. You know what I mean? Just to see how we can come together, man. It, it's so nice. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, we brought up uh, concussions uh, a little bit on yep. so far it, Tua uh, is a the prime example for this season. Uh, for sure, know, he was carted off and taken to the hospital as well. Obviously, not in a in as bad situation, but uh, right. still taken to the hospital. Right, uh, and and even currently, he's not even part of the quarterback equation for the for the final game. He he's not going to be coming in. He had went to his doctor's, I believe it was the the first day back at practice, right. and and said, you know, he he's having symptoms. And he hasn't been able to get off the the, the concussion, concussion protocol, protocol since then. Right. So right. It, it's you know, my guess really, is he's going to sit the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, there's only one more game, but I, I did read an article that his brother uh, talked to him, and you know, you can't change the love for the game, but right. you know, he he did make his opinion known on right. how much he should just really hang it up just for you know, his family. And, and so it's probably, and for his own life. Again, we're back to yeah. human life, you know, and we're talking about this yeah. game, this game that these guys play. Um, and, and it's a entertaining game that obviously we watch and we're all sort of, you know, committed in different aspects, but, and to us, he's a tough guy, he's a strong guy, but he, we, he's been injured a lot throughout college and in his early NFL career, he's not a big guy, but to take three, head blows just this year that he knows of that we know of three it could be more and he's probably had more in his playing career um that the guy's gotta consider his brain i mean because yeah. without a brain you're gonna have a really hard time with quality of life um if your brain gets messed up so if he keeps playing he can really really risk that um yeah the young man's good and he's solid and he's got a lot of heart, man. But uh, just for his own life and safety, yeah, man, I don't, I, don't, I really don't know if he should play again, but that's going to be up to him, right? I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to have to make the call, but uh, yeah. I think something like this situation can, can also be an eye opener for people like Tua and, you know, even having the love for the game, you know, it's when it's time to call it, just like Andrew Luck, you know? Yeah, absolutely. He, 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 it's there, there's been other quarterbacks also or just in, in general of players that right. that they finally decide you know what this this beating's not worth it anymore right how it, much it, life it, do you want and how much life do you want to enjoy after football because just because you have a long life doesn't mean necessarily you're going to be pain-free you know if they keep playing for a lot of years yeah exactly and i think both from the concussion protocol uh this year and all the players that have been in it in addition to uh, DeMar um, getting very injured, um, obviously still in critical condition in the hospital. That kind of we have to remind ourselves, you know, yes, the NFL game is 
much safer, safer than it has been over the past 30 or 40 years. I mean, yeah. the medical advances, the equipment, the helmets, the, you know, some of the rule changes, some of the, you know, penalties and stuff or whatever that they're trying to, you know, keep players more safe, but football will never be safe. You know what I mean? And so we have to keep that in mind. Um, concussions and other injuries certainly can happen as we've seen, but to see the trauma this young man took to the chest, man, and, and just so quick, boom, boom, boom. Um, it, I don't know, man. I, we just got to remember, man. It's just, yes, it's safer. Um, you've already heard players come out. Yeah, we know, you know, what could potentially happen to us when we play this game. Um, but they always think they're going to go home after the game you know, yeah. and go home to their family. Exactly. So it's just been a, it's been a dark cloud over the NFL today, man. You could just see it and just feel the energy. And I think the coverage has been outstanding. I think it's been very, I don't know. I, I want to say appropriate, very human, very, you know, everywhere I've listened since last night, all the NFL coverage, man. And all anybody is really focused on is DeMar Hamlin and his health, man, and his family and send him prayers and, and yeah. it's just, I'll go back to it. It's awesome to see, man, with what, no matter what, like, you know, I know not everyone's religious, but this type of situation, you know, it kind of, we can learn prayer or we can join in prayer or we could support in prayer, even if we're not, you know, praying type people, man. This is the yeah. kind of situation that's really, really brought everyone together. Oof. Very emotional, man, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. And we, I mean, we got to bring up like, decisions going forward too for, with the nfl they right know, it obviously already has changed as far as the concussion protocol but right there, right there might be i guess really all you can do is give higher penalties for and and i believe they're already fining yeah so they, they are they're fine. trying improve technology but this one just seemed like a routine thing but still what can they make safer um yeah and they make the shoulder pads a little better or bigger for guys. I know sometimes it can be restricting for defensive backs and running backs and quarterbacks. They're usually a little smaller pads, right? Yeah, um, exactly. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. Definitely. And it, it was kind of like a freak thing, man. It's just crazy. Very crazy. Um, yeah, and there, the NFL has a bunch of other decisions to make, too. Like, I mean – I know it's way too soon to start talking about games, but just to kind of put it in perspective, they've already said this game, they're not even planning on rescheduling. Most definitely not this week. Um, right. They put out the memo to all the NFL teams, um, reminding them about um, the mental health services that's available to every team, all 32 teams, all coaches, players, staff, everything, yeah. um, you know, basically putting it out there, man, if you guys are not okay, because again, good to go back to the brotherhood. If the guys are not okay, man, they they have these services available to them. Um, the NFL also said that they were not making any further schedule changes this week, which means basically they don't know if they're going to play the games next weekend or not. Um, and of course, there's chatter about, you know, there's an extra week in there because they have the Pro Bowl in between the Super Bowl and all that. Um, yeah. And so they could push everything up potentially and just take the entire week off this week as well. So I don't know. Yeah, the NFL has a lot to go with that, but there's so much that goes into that, whether it's TV contracts, the teams, the you know, obviously the players and coaches and everybody that gets paid or whatever, which again, really doesn't even matter. I think that the season now has taken an energy turn to where 
like these games don't really matter. The playoffs don't really matter. Who cares yeah. who wins the Super Bowl this year? Kind of. But the NFL has got a lot of work to do, and it started last night. And um, well, I think that a lot of the like even the scheduling part of it. I mean, right. it, how much does it change, regardless of uh, which right. team wins in that game anyway? Right. And and so not having the game at all is a possibility because it doesn't really right. change anything anyway. Right. And with the you, last you week, I mean, they used to play 16 games anyway. So who cares about the 17th game with that yeah. one? I mean, it's just one game. It is um, potential seeding. I mean, the bills, if they win, they get number one seed. If they lose Kansas city gets a number one seed, but if the Bengals win, and they're tied with the Chiefs. They might have a better conference record, you know, so that any three of those teams could be the number one seed, one, two, and three seed. Um, right. So it could, you know, it's just really a home field advantage. So, again, but how much does that matter? So, yeah, I think the NFL has a lot of work to do as far as that goes. And do we even play the rest of the games at all? We just take a couple of weeks off and then try to work out wild card weekend and all that stuff. I don't know, man, just based on this current standings. So I know what you're saying with the seating and everything. With just with those really... teams. Yeah, that's right. what, that's what I was getting at. Like not right. the rest of the teams. If the rest of the games aren't played, yeah. then yes, that, that can change quite a bit because there's right. still teams that haven't clinched their playoff spot. Correct. So right. based off of whether they win yep. or lose, they right. where it determines whether or not they're going to go. Yep, yep. True, true statement. Because you do have the Green Bay Packers and Detroit Lions playing. Um, the Pats are still alive in the AFC as well. Um, the I mean, Steelers are still alive. Technically, as as there's a few other teams there. But, I mean, I think yeah. there's some teams that definitely control their destinies for sure. The Pats win. Uh, Seattle wins. They're in, I think. Um, um, what's the other one? If Detroit wins, Seattle's out anyways, even if they do win because they hold the tiebreaker over Seattle. So yeah, there's quite a few things that still need to be worked out for sure. But I could yeah, see uh, delaying an extra week. Yeah, for sure. Like pushing games out or, or yes. like you said, maybe just um, yeah. play through and then in that, that one game, I mean, that one week where the Pro Bowl is supposed to happen, maybe you take that one away and use it for the the championship games, and then you don't have a, a week in between the – I mean, two weeks in between the uh, final right. exactly. playoff game and, and have, Super Bowl. Super Bowl, you just have one, yeah. And just cancel the whatever Pro Bowl weekend or whatever, or do it after yeah. the season or after the Super Bowl, you know. Um Again, these games, you know, right, currently don't have any meeting until they figure out, you know, what happens with DeMar. And just so crazy because, again, go back to nobody is ready for this. No one's prepared for this on any yeah. standpoint of it all. So it's all new. So the NFL's just got to work everything out, man. But it's pretty crazy um, from a standpoint because, you know, if you were on the Bills or the Bengals for that matter right now, I, I, I couldn't even think about playing, you know, just kind of. Yeah the whole feel of the situation, not just this game, but even like next week, you know? Yeah. So, and especially if there's no significant change, right. Uh, as far as, uh, DeMar Hamlin goes there. Getting healthy, no right, right. Yeah. Then, then that's also going to take a toll. So yeah, for sure. 
you know, they, they, it's hard regardless. I mean, no, it, no matter how much work the NFL has, it's still, they have to walk in both directions because they got to be supportive, obviously, but they also yeah. have to think, okay, you know, this is how, how many teams, not just these two teams that were there, right. but how many teams uh, need more time. Right. For sure. Mental health standpoint. Yeah. Just preparation standpoint. Just, yeah, for sure. It's going to hit a lot of guys hard, man. Or it has hit a lot of guys hard. So. I mean, I, I could even see a situation where it being not like the, the season as a whole is canceled, but basically like, like they just, they, they call it from here. You'll be at your, at your positions as far as like first, second, third, you know, that, that kind of thing right. in your like draft picks and stuff and and yeah. as far as yeah and just call it as it is yep and then that's that's it we we resume again n- next season you right. know uh, right. focus on the draft and focus on free agency right. and, and, the, right. and the different right. trades and whatnot and that and that's yeah. it i mean from a human standpoint um i must certainly agree with you it's just that, you know, knowing that the NFL, they're a multi-billion dollar company and with yeah. the TV contracts and the salary cap and all that stuff, at some point there is going to have to be some really tough decisions when it comes to everything going forward. Um, because even if there was resistance, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of like the the baseball season where they where they went on strike. Right. You know, I'm, I'm right. just not going to play. So it's, it doesn't matter if right. you want us there, you know. We're... Exactly. Yeah, I could see that too, man. I could see that too. So, yeah, just put a kind of end to the whole situation. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, so yeah, we're not going to talk about the games. Uh, we're not really going to be talking about the uh, sick picks of the week and who did what and what the reactions were and the injuries and all that stuff that we usually do. Um, we're probably going to talk about something like that's going into next year. So we've been wanting to do this for a couple of weeks, right? Uh, talk about all the uh, free agent quarterbacks, but um, yep. I want to jump to uh, a commercial real quick first. And uh, have you ever wanted to start a podcast? If you do, really, you should check out Anchor because with Anchor, it's so cool. You can record right from your phone on the app, or you can go to the website on your laptop or your personal computer, and you could trim and edit right from the website. I like to do it from my app myself. And Anchor will distribute your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many, many more, wherever you like to distribute your podcast. They'll do it for you. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, and it's free. Check it out today at anchor.fm. Also, please continue to check us out um, on our social medias, um, the typical uh, Facebook twitter youtube and instagram to see our content there and please continue to listen to our podcast here and we will be doing um our video debuts here soon um the fields daily show with your host fields daily and sean f smith myself i do want to give a shout out still to decreations.com i wish we were on video right now because i have the frills daily banner up behind me um has our logo and the words, so any merch you may need, uh, go check it out today at capital de-creations.com. And, uh, man, there's a ton, a ton of quarterback free agents. I can't even imagine what other shows we're going to have with the other hundreds of, uh, 
free agents in the offseason, but there's quite a few quarterbacks, man. Yeah, and definitely ones that are fighting for a starting position as well. For sure. Uh, I there's I, I'll go ahead and start with uh, Baker Mayfield just because of how smooth that transition went, or at least yeah, for sure. Yeah, it seems. Yep. Uh, and and of course, you know the fact that he pretty much got released from his past team and and what that means right. for him because he's fighting for a starting spot. He deserves a starting spot. Um, for sure. I, Kind of hard to to say because I think that um, he could potentially earn it there with the Rams. Right. Um, I think and so. And it's really going to be based off of the the injuries again. With you know, Matthew Stafford. To, yep. For yeah. Sure. Head and, injury, spinal cord injury. Yep. And we don't know how far that's going to go. I mean, he said that he's not going to retire, but that can change as well. Right. For sure. And if he's trying to be supportive to the team and he doesn't want to be a distraction. He's not going to be talking about himself anyways in the middle of the season. I don't know. Right. He just seems like that kind of guy. Maybe they're just on the down low. Um, he wants to, you know, make an announcement in the off season. I just don't see any way he comes back. What do you think? Yeah, I don't, I, I, I agree. I'm, I, it, especially, you know, when, when devastating injuries happen, I mean, it's, right. it's happened quite a bit this year, not, as bad as last night, obviously, but the right. overall standpoint, it seems like injuries have been worse this year. And, you know, take a guy that's done everything he possibly had, needs to in, in his NFL career, you know, especially winning the Super Bowl last year. And, right. you know, I it just his journey from from the Lions even. Right. And it's, you know, there's there's no reason there's there. You, you've accomplished everything that you can or that you're going to in your career. And again, so, with the quality of life thing, with the concussion that he received, and he's had a few others in his career, and I'm sure going back to college as well, and then having the bruised spinal cord, which I even heard um, in one story that I read that he would require surgery if he was ever going to play again, yeah. which he hasn't had the surgery either. Um, what else we heard about his wife and her medical recent history Um you know, it's it's kind of telling. I don't know. I think if you read between the lines, I just don't see Stafford coming back. And as far as Baker goes, man, I'm with you. I mean, he came in like four days, gets the win against the Raiders, just picks up whatever playbook he could. Yeah, they did lose to the Packers um, the following week, but then they went back and put a 51-burger on the Broncos, which uh, the Broncos are not a strong team, but their defense sure has been all season. I think it's just kind of a game that um, – they became overwhelmed with them. They just couldn't come back. And basically they're throwing their hands up because, you know, the whole Russell Wilson, the whole fiasco, the whole coach is getting fired, everything after that game. Um, the the team just blew up. The Broncos blew up after that game. Uh, the Rams put a 51-burger on them. But Baker's definitely worth that job, I think. I think he's playing for that job. He's playing for a contract. Um it's all his to take. I think if he plays well, he sure seems to have picked up the playbook really well and seems to work well with Sean as well. So, yeah, I think with everything and then also being the defending champs, it's like they, they're the first uh, defending champ in NFL history to have 11 losses in a season. Wow. After after the Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 So that, you know, that's got to hurt. And when they come in or they see him come in and, and do what he's done, 
even even with the losses, it's still he he still came in and and has the entire locker room behind his right. back for sure. You know, yeah. he he can make stuff happen there. It seems like more so than he's done in other locations. Right, but then the Rams uh, lost to the Chargers um, this week and yeah. lost by quite a bit. So I don't know, man. I I do think that Baker's playing well enough to win the job, though. Um, but then sure. we have. We can't forget about the goat, Tom Brady. Right, right. There's so many opportunities for him, man. What do you got? What are you thinking? Probably some so, of the same things I'm thinking. I'm going to say the Raiders, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. We joked about it before, but sure. when you, when you look at the dynamics of everything, sure. you know the they the Raiders were trying to get him a couple years ago, but they decided to stick with Derek Carr, and yeah. there was rumors about comments that that Brady made. Uh, in that situation, right. but now that Carr's gone, you got McDaniel's in. Yep, his you got the New England system. Yeah, yep. You, yep. you got the that whole system that he's already comfortable with. Yep, and you got Waller, star players. Yep. Yeah, Renfro, mm -hmm. Jacobs. If if they can get him back, right? You know, it's all types of players that he likes to work with, and then yep. of course Adams. You know, yeah, Devontae, obviously. Yep. Yeah, uh, and and I'm sure he'll bring Gronk. Do, in. Yeah, probably <laughs> bring Gronk in, and and but even with without that, I mean, he's got a solid enough team that he doesn't even have to build, and he's already knows the system. Right. So pretty much, it's it's the most comfortable decision for him. Yeah, sure, he wants to go to Vegas anyway, and it makes perfect sense, except for they got to fix that defense. Yep. They don't fix that defense. Tom Brady's, you know, he, he needs a defense that's going to keep the game close just so I, I give me the ball in the fourth quarter with a couple minutes left and I'll score a touchdown and we'll win by four or I'll get a field goal and we'll win by one kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, he's going to get you that score. But he needs a defense, man. So they got to fix that for sure. They got to shore that up. And they're going to have to. Uh continue to build on our offensive line as well right to protect tom because he needs time he's going to find all that all those weapons for sure and he can move around a little bit in the pocket so yeah it makes perfect sense but there's what team doesn't make perfect sense though with tom brady right we're talking about the go we're talking <laughs> about all these rings he's got you know he's been to 10 super bowls he's won seven of them two different teams he leaves the patriots after all those years in the first year with tampa bay he wins a super bowl right so i mean go to the titans he's probably going to win a super bowl he went to the Colts. They would probably, they would definitely be the playoffs. Who knows the Super Bowl? He goes to the Steelers. They're probably going to win the Super Bowl. He goes to the Dolphins. Ugh, they're probably going to win the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, go to, <laughs> if Lamar Jackson leaves because he doesn't have all his uh, uh, contract worked out, he's a free agent in the offseason too. And so he could yeah. go to the Ravens. And they have been historically had good defenses this year. They're kind of touch and go. But, and then right. I have the Raiders on my list too. But there's like six teams he could go to and he would be fine. Or staying with the Bucks, you know, because they still got a chance this year. I think the biggest thing, argument that I would have is just like what I was saying. That they, yep. You already got a lot of New England in yep. Las Vegas now and, and the system as well. So, like, yep. yeah, he, he would be successful with these other teams 100%. Right. But I think that he would he would be more comfortable in sure. Las Vegas. Just because yeah. of everything that's there now. Especially McDaniel and them working together yeah. so long. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Which leads me to Lamar Jackson. So he was the one that I was like, man, I don't know why the Ravens haven't already re-upped his contract. There just must be some still some considerations that they don't want to pay him that much, or maybe they want to go in a different direction. But with the whole Tua situation, I could see Lamar Jackson slipping into Miami. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater stays there as the backup. Or I can also see Lamar Jackson go into a team with something like the Colts or something. They're obviously in a need of a quarterback, a solid quarterback. I don't know if Lamar is that answer, but he might fit the system there, but we don't even know what's going to be the future there. Obviously the Colts being a dumpster fire that they are, and they got Jeff Saturday as a coach. He's probably not going to be the coach next year. Um, what, you know, the whole Colts organization is going to change in the off season, but yeah, absolutely. I don't know where's other landing spots for Lamar Jackson other than just staying put, but they, definitely... right, I'm saying the jets. Oh, okay. You're seeing the jets. Okay. I'm saying the Jets. I, I'm going to go to Mike White here in a minute, but yeah. Mike White also is going to be a free agent, and uh, I don't think that he'll be staying with the Jets, and obviously that puts them in a situation where they're looking for a quarterback. So Right. They're um, already looking for a quarterback. I don't think Mike White is the answer. I think he could be the answer as a backup. He seems to be able to come in and you know take you to the next game or whatever until the starter can come back or whatever. But, yeah. And, and which is also possible, you know, maybe, maybe they do stay with them, but uh, they don't really sign a big contract if nobody else offers them a, a starting position. Right. But that, but I think, you know, going back to Lamar, I think that that's a better fit for him and, and a style that, that he's not necessarily used to as far as like the coaching style, but uh, just the, the whole atmosphere with the with the fans and and you know the way the jets are new york and, city and yeah he could fit yeah. in with the coaching staff and with the players and everything yeah for sure i could see that happening he's that style of quarterback as compared to you know like like what i was saying about the steelers before the season you know that they like that the one style of quarterback that that yeah. uh, stays in the pocket doesn't really isn't really mobile even right. though kenny pickett's kind of mobile he uh, is. I think he's their guy, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, most likely. No. And then so you're going to you got more on Mike White or are you just thinking that he might get a starting job elsewhere or what's your thought I on think, that? I I do think he's going to get a starting job somewhere else. Uh, um I think it's difficult playing with uh the Jets like the Jets were another one of those teams I'm like who at the, at the beginning of the year right, I'm like oh right, right. they're they're winning now. Okay. Gotcha. But uh, I just don't think it's his type of system. I think he, he needs to go somewhere else uh, where they can utilize him. Like, for example, the Texans, I think he would, he would work. Yeah. He would be a good fit there. And they're going to be looking. I was going to say that, too. So those teams that, you know, there's 32 opportunities in the league. And it doesn't matter for these guys that are looking for a starting job, including White himself. Like, if a position's open, I mean, it doesn't matter how bad the team is. You can be a starting quarterback in the NFL, you know? So exactly. If you can get the starting job, I could definitely see him going elsewhere. And yeah, commanders possibly. I mean, I think the lions are safe with Goff, but the Falcons got the rookie in there now though. So I don't know, but you know, they're saints, the Panthers, there's still some openings kind of the Texans. I just, oof, that would be a hard go with the Texans, man. Um, but it'd be a hard go, but I mean, for the, for the right quarterback, like you're saying, he, in your opinion, he's, he's a backup, but you know, maybe the Texans, 
yeah, nobody else yeah. wants to go there, but hey, I want a starting <laughs> right. job. Exactly. Sure, I'll go there. Exactly. Exactly. So I could see that for sure with White. Um, definitely. Oh, Brady, we talked about Baker. Um, yeah. I, w- I wanted to talk a little bit about Brissett. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's been a starter um, before. He started with the Colts before. Obviously, he started this year with the Browns um, until Deshaun came back. Um, mm-hmm. He's had other opportunities. I know he got a couple of starts with the Pats during the um, when Brady was injured one year. Um, I think Jimmy came in. He got hurt, too. So then Brissett got to play a little bit. Um, I just I, – I can see him going to Carolina and being a good fit there. Carolina or even back to the Colts. I mean, they still need an answer. I don't know if Jacoby's the answer. I don't even know if he was because – he didn't have a winning record with the Browns, but you know what? He still played with heart. He played every down. He played hard, especially that last game. Um, a lot of camaraderie with the team. Uh, looked like a really good team player as well. And uh, he just kind of stepped aside um, and let Deshaun come in. He didn't complain at all. He was very diplomatic, um, very professional. Um and I just think the guy deserves a starting role. I just don't know where that's going to be, man. But I wanted to make sure – you know, gave some props to Jacoby. I mean, he did have over 2,600 yards passing this year. He, he's, he, that's not terrible, especially, uh, he's just below Andy Dalton. Right. He's, you know, just, just under Daniel Jones, even, which is right. another quarterback that I was going to talk about. Yep. So, I mean, his numbers are there especially for, sure. for having been in every single game, it, it, they were on the right track. Right. For sure. Uh, but I, I don't see him going to the Colts. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, for some reason, I feel like they're, that's not the answer for them. Right. Maybe a backup for the Panthers or potentially compete for the starting job. Yeah. You know, yeah. And like I said to uh, Daniel Jones, I think, He's going to get paid. I think so. Yep. He's going to get paid with the uh, need of quarterback in the NFL, man. He's going to, he's going to get paid. I think Um, he's done enough this year. Don't you think? Yeah. And I, I was, I was going to say opposite, uh, but then I had read an article about how Dable like kind of was testing him early on when, when they first got started to see how strong mentally he was. Right. And um, and he was impressed. And uh, he didn't say he's our guy, but, you know, obviously if you're not jumping back and forth with your with your backups and, and that's who you're sticking with, for, at least for this season, he's your guy. He but is. Now, and next season, I think, too, man. Um, yeah. I don't and, know. I don't know. Where is he going to go? With, yeah. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. If the, if the Giants can compete with, some of these other quarterbacks and actually give them offers, then yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't go anywhere. I mean, if they can compete, then, then he'll go somewhere. But if not, you know, I say he's going to stay right there and get paid. Like you said, Uh, I can see him going to other teams. I could see him going to the Colts. I think that's more his style. Oh yeah. I could see that too. Yep. And, but then at the same time, I can also see him going to the Jets, which would be a slap in the face for the Giants. But, you know, 
it, that's another team I could see him going to. Yeah, if he gets a, a contract offer that he can't refuse, for sure. Yeah, the Jets definitely are in need of a quarterback, man. Definitely in need of a quarterback. Um, there, dude, <laughs> so many games. I think I talked to you off air today. Like the Jets, there was four games, two against the Pats. Obviously, the Pats only scored one offensive touchdown in total in both games. And their other touchdown was on a special teams run back to end the game. Um, Mm -hmm. So basically those two games, they should have won against the Pats. Um, They gave up. What what team was it? I forgot when I texted you, they had a big fourth and long. I think maybe was it against the giants? Um, No, I'm trying to, I, I can't remember now it's escaping me, but. Um, had a fourth down. It was a Titans. I think it was a fourth and 14 and they gave up the first down and ended up losing that game. Um, and then there was one other game where they still had a chance and they ended up losing the turnover battle. So it was like, they're so close to like even being over the bills in the AFC East. Um, just that they had a quarterback that could put up some points. Exactly. You know? That's it. So a few more points, man, seven to 10 more points per game or even more. Um, they're going to be in a really good position with that young defense. Yeah. And they're only getting better. The Jets defenses are only getting better. Yeah. So the only one I got left is, well, I guess we, we didn't touch on uh, Geno Smith. I did want to bring, well, you can bring up Geno and you, I think you wanted to talk about Jimmy G too, but I wanted to uh, mention a couple. So, Cooper Rush is one we haven't talked about. He's also a a free agent quarterback next year. I don't know if we saw enough, but what we did see when Dak was injured those five or six games um, Mm -hmm. is a guy that can take a starting role on a decent team that's got a run game and a good defense. Um, And so Cooper Rush seemed to show out. I could see him going to like the commanders or like you were saying, maybe like the Panthers. Um, Yeah. That's one one of those other NFC teams there. Um, And I think he's going to be calling for some dollars too, just like Daniel Jones. Um, I think he's going to get a big contract somewhere from a team that needs a starter and saw what he did this year. um, Why Dak was out. Yeah. I can also see him going to the Seahawks. Actually, Ooh, yeah, thinking yeah. about it. And being the starter over uh, Gino, even, because I'm not sure if they're going to re-sign Gino. It was just kind of a test, and he did way better. Well, he started the season really hot. He's gotten right. cool, but the whole team has. But I don't know if they're completely sold on him. But, yeah, I could see him bringing someone in like Cooper and competing for the job. Um, and then that way you it, you have a solid backup also, regardless of which, which direction you ended up going. Exactly. Which one? Yeah, because uh, I could definitely see Pete Carroll going with whoever plays the best in uh, off season and preseason and all that stuff. Yeah, um, who comes out on top? Wow. Yeah. What do you think about uh, Gino? Do you think he deserves another shot in Seattle? Do you think he's going to get moved? What do you think is going to happen with Gino? I think that they're going to try to keep him if they can't get one of the other guys or actually both, to be honest with you, I, I think they're going to try to keep them, but not sign or only sign maybe a, a one year deal, but also try to sign another quarterback. Right. And, I think, and yeah. it will be a competitive thing, but at the same time, I mean, Gino can get an offer from the Falcons and, and, and right elsewhere. Over. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I definitely, there's going to be some money talking, 
BS walking for both those guys. I don't see Seattle signing two free agents, so they definitely have to make a decision if they're going to go with Cooper or Gino. Yeah. Unless, unless you, like you said, Gino gets a big offer elsewhere uh, for sure. So there's going to be a lot of competition um, to get those free agent quarterbacks. And then once those quarterbacks are signed, there's going to be a lot of competition in the um, preseason, I think. Uh, for starting jobs and backup jobs for sure. Cause there's a lot of backups that are available um, as well for free agent quarterbacks. And I think that brings us to Jimmy G. Yeah. And well, real quick too, uh, a lot of this is also going to be dependent upon what the, uh, the team's um, the, cap is, space right, is. Right. So if they can't even, if it's like, like I know Lamar's offer that, that I had read was, was, insane it, teams like won't they're not going to have enough cap space to pay that kind of thing so it's obvious okay there there's 12 teams off the list you yeah. know what i mean right for sure but yeah with with jimmy g uh he's 100 percent not going to be on the niners next year uh i don't even know his situation but it, I, I feel like he's he's in need of another surgery Potentially, but it's it's just a foot surgery, right? Or did well, he already I mean, have it? Um, he, he may have. I, I don't quite remember yeah. exactly how that went down, but I know that he – it's just the whole injury thing. I mean, he, he ended up signing with the, the Niners this year just because nobody else gave him an offer or at least one that we talked about. Well, yeah. no, he. they were trying to trade him, but his value went way down after having that shoulder surgery in the offseason. And even though he got back to the point where he could be healthy, it was they couldn't find a valuable trade or, or a good enough trade worth the Niners doing it. Yeah. Um, and luckily, they kept him um, because with the injury, Jimmy G had to come in, and then obviously he gets hurt, and then now, now we're with Purdy. But I don't know, man. I could see Jimmy – after this year, the way it played out and how valuable he was to them after Trey went down and, you know, he was a little rusty that first game, but when he got in rhythm, they saw he could, I mean, he could be a very good backup, but you just only a very good backup. If your quarterback is sturdy and available, kind of like Purdy is, he seems to be a pretty solid guy to where if he does get hurt for a game or two that Jimmy could come in, but Jimmy can't be your long-term answer at a backup because he's going to get hurt within five or six games. It just seems. Exactly. Right? Yeah, just exactly. Seems. He's only like a five, six game guy for you. Great backup. You can win with the Niners system for sure. Um, but I just don't know. Teams are going to put that much money in him again. I think he got his biggest contract ever going with the Niners. And, um, man, I don't know. I don't know. What yeah, do you think? I, I, I see him being done. I mean, I I don't know if he can put his pride aside and, and go to a backup position. Right. And I know that he's going to ask for way too much. And yeah. it's after the second surgery, I mean, it's – you're not never going to be the same. I mean, even if it was a basic surgery, it's still a surgery. It's still going right. to alter how you're moving. Right. And you're going to have to go through physical therapy afterwards. So, right. I mean, it's still a process. And then right. you're, you're more, you can, you can more injury prone in those areas also moving forward. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, it just, it, to me, his career is 
done is what I'm saying. I, yeah. I mean, backup maybe, but I, I highly doubt it. Right. And the only other three I had on the list, um, I kind of had asterisks, uh, and it's just real quick. Heineke, man, he's just a backup, dude. He's proved to me yeah. that, yeah, he can come in and get the job done, but he, I don't think he's a starter. He had his chance this whole season, basically, when Wentz went down, and obviously yep. they pulled him out. So I, I think he's definitely going to be delegated a backup. Maybe he just stays with Washington. Um, I, had Sam, I had Sam Darnold, who will probably stay with the Panthers, though. The Panthers will probably give him another year to try to compete. Um, he just came back from injury. He performed so-so, you know. He had good yeah. and bad. Um, he looked really good sometimes and really bad sometimes, turning the ball over. They still had a shot to control their destiny and win some uh, division games and, and win the NFC South. But I, I think he might come back with the Panthers just to compete. And then I got Darnold. Um Oh, that's that's that I had it written twice. Yeah. Sorry about that. And then <laughs> Flacco, Flacco is one that dude. I think he just needs to hang the shoes up. I think it's just time to hang it up and retire, unless he just wants to hold the clipboard and you know get some millions. Um, yeah, just help help coaching basically. Yeah, and then Dalton is another one which maybe he stays with the Saints. He's already been a starter for all those years with Cincinnati. Maybe he'll get one of those other teams, like you were saying earlier, like the Texans maybe, or a team that's willing to give him a chance. But I don't know. I think Dalton is just uh, – he's a turnover machine just like Jameis. So, yeah, you know, he's going to throw five TDs in one game, and he might throw five picks the next, you know. Yep. Um. He has <laughs> nine, nine interceptions this year and five fumbles. Yeah. So, he, he – uh, I could see him staying in New Orleans, but as a backup. Right. But who's going to be the starter there? Is they going to give Jameis a shot again next year? Cause I you don't, don't think so. Because you don't – you know, the policy is you don't lose your job to injury, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I had a surprise one because I know we have a little bit of time anyways. Um, I know it's not a free agent, but you know I know and everybody in the world knows – especially if you follow the NFL or if you're a Raiders fan that Derek Carr is not going to be the quarterback there next year. He's yeah, already correct. been basically released from the team. They already agreed to step aside, which however they worked that out. It's just really weird. I know it's happened before, but just seems really weird and just seems like he got done dirty, but basically you're going to come to an agreement like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and bench you and we don't want you here either because we're going to put this other guy and we don't want you to be a distraction, which I don't know, man. That's a whole nother show. But the teams that well, he could go to and do some serious damage, bro, we talked about with the Jets, the Saints, or the Steelers, and he could just go and prove everybody wrong because if he had a defense behind him, he's going to be able to put up probably 28, 30 points with some good offensive weapons. Um, and I don't know, man. I think he can go really far with a stable, stable franchise. Yeah, and I think uh, the situation with the Raiders, I think what's going to happen is he's going to get traded uh, yep. probably for a couple of second-round picks, maybe a yep. couple fourth and, and fifth, sixth-round picks, whatever. Yep. Um, and the Raiders already have a lot of, of draft picks. Right. So going back to Tom Brady and, exactly. and another reason why he, he can go there, you're telling me you're – I have all of these weapons already. We just yep. need to beef up the defense and yep. you can pick up 
in in a, in a diff, from a different team, you can pick yeah. up you know six or seven more picks. Get a new defense coordinator, probably all together. Yeah, let let's go, let's do it. You yeah. know, and and so yeah, obviously Carr is going to go somewhere else. And and I had thought about it, and and I had thought the Colts at some point, but um, I think the Jets would be a, a good place for him, or also the Texans. Right. I can see those two teams being well, options. Based on what I saw today from his brother David Carr and talking about how loyal Derek is to the Raiders and almost made it sound like Derek would retire before he played for any other team because he bleeds civil yeah. and black, this whole thing. He's a very loyal guy, da, 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 and all this. But the way that everything went down, I think that Derek wants to play, but it pretty much, from what David was saying, is like it needs to be a stable organization, the ownership, and the coaching staff, management are all, you know, getting along. It's a good franchise. So I think the Texans are out. Um, right. You know, I don't know. It's going to have to be like a, a potentially a Jets, Saints, or Steelers type situation. I, there's probably a couple other teams, maybe. I don't know, maybe the Titans or something. I was um, also thinking the Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks for sure. I think – keeps them, keeps them on the West Coast. It keeps yep. them – Yep. You know, uh, pretty much stable. I mean, he can fly anywhere at any time. Right. And that's a quick flight home. Right. So if he kept his home in Vegas, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think, yeah. It's going to be, yeah, for sure. There's so many teams I could see him performing well. Um, he's had it just tough. We've talked about it all since this went down last week, you know, how – and everybody else has talked about it too, how the Raiders defense has been on the lower end between 20th and even as bad as 32nd. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he's had no opportunity to keep the other team off the field. He's just always in this rat race um, trying to pass to catch up. Obviously his brother uh, threw it out there too, that um, Derek Carr has the most fourth quarter comebacks of any quarterback in the NFL right now. Better, you know, he's got the most passing yards, any quarterback ever with the Raiders, you know, there's a reason for all these things. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. man. Yeah, new era. But it seems like we just keep saying that about the Raiders, though, you know. New era. Yeah, and I can, I, I just don't see Stidham being the long-term guy right now. Um, but, you know, you're back to that New England system. That's where he came from. So For sure, for sure. Yeah, they, he definitely looked good. He, they opened up the playbook for sure for him. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously that's going to, you're going to be able to be more successful when you have somebody like that, but it's still not the, not the permanent guy. Yeah. I think he proved enough for them to keep him on the roster. Um, he could certainly be the backup to Tom Brady for a year um, and learn more even, and then become the starter. I could see that yeah. for sure. Cause I don't know how many years more Tom Brady's going to play, especially if he wins another ring. And the Super Bowls in Las Vegas next year. Yeah. So it's all planned. It's all, <laughs> it's all predictable. You'll take it. Yeah. You'll take oh, it. Definitely. Eighty four is the last Super Bowl win. Eighty one before that. And the seventies with John Madden before that, man. I was looking at that recently and whew, it's been a long road. Long road for Raiders and Raiders fans, man, and organization. I would certainly enjoy it. I, I you know, yeah. 
You have the whole tuck rule, and then he plays for the Raiders and wins the Super Bowl. Oh, Let's boy. Go. Yeah. Let's go. This is how you do it, he says. This is how yep. you guys do it. <laughs> let, <laughs> let me show you real quick. Yeah. Oh, man. Let me show you. Boy. Yeah, I could see it, man. I can't disagree with that, especially if Gronk came out too, man. It's like, okay, Waller, you want to be hurt five, six, seven games. That's fine. We got Gronk over here. Yeah. Um, or or can they you imagine the, the three together. Yeah. Jeez, dude. You can do that. Tom can do that for sure, too. Get three wide receivers. I mean, sorry, three tight ends in there. Dude, loaded one side. I don't know, man. Uh, it's going to be crazy if that happens. I, I can definitely see Moreau, Waller, and Gronk all in the same lineup. Yeah. Because yeah. then you don't really have to worry about injury as much either because yeah. you're playing less. Yeah. So and Gronk could that. play wide out for sure. Yeah, and then take take playing time or or what do you how do you want to how do you want to work this? Split you know? it up. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. That's pretty nuts. <laughs> we shall see yeah. lots lots going to happen in the off season, man. It's going to be a ton of turnover again. I'm anticipating probably five, six coaches again <clears throat> as yeah. well. So let the NFL world turn for sure, man. Exactly. So, All right. Well, with that being said, uh, we're going to wrap this up and we appreciate everybody listening and continue to support us. Watch out for our videos, check our sick pics of the week and just continue to like, share, comment and interact. Yep. Fields Daily Show, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Please check us out. And that's Frills Daily and Shauna Smith out. Howdy, howdy. Late, man.